Now, the one who protects us all from prattling prognosticators and perfidious pundits. I say, America, stay out the bushes. Look for the union labels. As to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the government. From my cold, dead hands. I'm concerned that if we don't impeach this president, he will get reelected. It's time for the Alan Nathan Show. Here he is, the longest-running nationally syndicated centrist host in the country, Alan Nathan. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to The Alan Nathan Show. Uh, I'm Karen Cataline, commentator, columnist, all-around rabble-rousers, sitting in for Alan today, who is on assignment. Uh, It is always a pleasure and a privilege to sit here in the big chair for Alan Nathan. And uh, so, you know, there's always an embarrassment of riches (laughs) when it comes to the news these days. I don't know if you could say it's it's a, a blessing or a curse, but in this case, it's an embarrassment of riches. And I came across something that Tucker Carlson said, and a lot of what he's saying lately is making it onto videos and going viral, to coin a phrase. And uh, I don't even have Fox News right now because I get a lot of what Tucker says, and frankly, he's my favorite. Uh, it is amazing that he is still speaking freely. Thank God he is. He said something, and I'm going to let you in a little bit of it so you can hear. And I would love to know what your reactions are. Uh, He said something that I've been, shall we say, ranting about for a long time. And uh, I'm going to just let you hear at least the first cut. And we got a couple of them for you so that we can um, uh, discuss this a little more in depth what he's talking about. He gave a speech at the Heritage Foundation, and it was a doozy, baby. I loved it. And it's only about six minutes. We can't play all of it, so we're just going to play two shortcuts. Uh, Mr. Producer, cut one for us, please. What's the point of child sacrifice? Well, there's no policy goal entwined with that. No, that's a theological phenomenon. And that's kind of the point I'm making. None of this makes sense in conventional political terms. When people or crowds of people, or the largest crowd of people at all, which is the federal government, the largest human organization in human history, decide that the goal is to destroy things, destruction for its own sake, hey, let's tear it down. What you're watching is not a political movement, it's evil. It's time we started calling evil what it is. And... Uh, Part of what I've been ranting about, shall we say, in recent months, many months now, on and off, (laughs) not continually, is this notion that good and decent people are applying old political rules, principles, and even political uh, ideologies to something that is beyond unprecedented. I have never seen in my lifetime a government and an administration, and a, um, a deep state that is no longer trying to hide their malevolence and their maliciousness towards everyday citizens. And that ain't no conspiracy theory, ladies and gentlemen. We see it every day. We have to start looking at it in a new way. So 
Uh, I am proud and delighted to be among the people that have the honor to do talk radio uh, and to have a microphone to exercise my First Amendment rights. I'm always encouraging you to exercise yours. Uh, but a lot of my fellow talk show hosts will take one issue and debate it as if there's merit to the original argument. Uh, what he gets to saying here, Tucker Carlson, which I could not agree more with, and what I want to uh, accentuate here in this first segment, we got some great guests, by the way, and they are coming up, is the fact that if if you are, quote, arguing with an ideology, namely the radical left that believes in mastectomies for nine-year-olds, drag queen story hour, putting pornography on the shelves of grade schools, and that's just one aspect of a whole host of issues that have been turned on its head. They cannot, there is no defensible, it's not defensible as to why you would want to maim children, give children hormone blockers and make them sterile when they're 25, 30, and are at the age of consent. It's, it's an indefensible argument. This is child abuse. We have laws against pornography. We used to have movie ratings in which no one under 18 could see something like Deep Throat. Now they put it on grade school shelves and they claim this is a good thing. Yes, I've been ranting about this for a long time because it isn't just what they're doing, but the motive and the evil behind them doing it. So uh, to put a fine point on it, Tucker Carlson in this second clip talks about how silly, it's only six minutes, I strongly urge you to find it. The title of which, because I, I don't know if I can put it on my website, I'll try to put it, I think, on my Twitter page, at Karen Cataline uh, is what all my social media is. What you're watching is not a political movement, it's evil. That's the title. And there are lots of great videos of Tucker Carlson. He is not the only one, but he's fabulous. Uh, uh, this next cut accentuates my point. Cut two, go. I'm, I'm just noting what's super obvious. Like those of us who are in our mid-50s are caught in the past in the way that we think about this. One side's like, no, no, you know, I've got this idea and we've got this idea and let's have a debate about our ideas. They don't want a debate. Those ideas won't produce outcomes that any rational person would want under any circumstances. Those are manifestations of some larger force acting upon us. It's just so obvious. It's completely obvious. And I think two things. One, we should say that and stop engaging in these totally fraudulent debates where we are using the terms that we used in 1991 when I started at Heritage, as if maybe, you know, I could just win the debate if I marshaled more facts. I've tried that, doesn't work. And two, maybe we should all take just like 10 minutes a day to say a prayer about it. Doggone right. Whatever your religious uh, inclination, if you believe that you are accountable to God and not to men, and yet you you endeavor to be a law-abiding citizen to just laws, which is what America was founded upon, then pray for our country. But that's not what I intended to do, is to be an evangelist. I'd make a really lousy evangelist. But 
he says something among so many, there's so much is packed into these two clips. He said it is, I, I believe his words were imposed upon us. Nobody had a debate about whether or not it was suddenly okay and preferable to erase femininity. Nobody had a, a debate about how it was now important to demonize masculinity, to call it toxic, to uh, emasculate men and everything they stand for. There is a virulent, uh, malicious strain which the Republicans, many of whom just stand by and allow, and the radical left, which now controls the Democrat Party, elevate and cheer. They elevate and cheer dirt, filth, and defecating on the street when they were the ones who were telling us not that long ago to keep America beautiful and don't litter. I use that only as an example for the amount of, you can't call it hypocrisy, you can call it an about face on what is suddenly being portrayed as important and the values of America. Every value of America is under attack now. And so I could not agree more with Tucker Carlson that it is foolish to have these debates. Now we will still cover issues on this program, and I'm just filling in, mind you. And we have great guests who are experts in various topics. But I never lose sight of the fact that the, the argument that is being made by these radical communists taking over our country, their motive is not what they profess it to be. Uh, if you believe for one minute that they believe that the weather is our greatest uh, uh, challenge. Some people on the bandwagon do, but people who are using that as an excuse to take away our rights, our liberties, our life, our liberty, and our happiness, all the things enshrined in the Constitution, then you ain't paying attention, okay? So the motive and the reasons that they give for this malicious policies are not the real reasons. We have to cut to the chase, and as Tucker Carlson says, say that. Stop being afraid to say that. That's my point for today. We have a marvelous lineup of guests. The first one is coming up after the break. Karen Cataline filling in for Alan Nathan on the Main Street Radio Network. Stay tuned. This message is provided by Beringer Ingelheim. Idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, or IPF, is one of the more common forms of progressive fibrosing interstitial lung diseases with symptoms including breathlessness during activity, a dry and persistent cough, chest discomfort, fatigue, and weakness. There are more than 200 lung disorders that can lead to pulmonary fibrosis, an irreversible scarring of lungs that can negatively impact lung function, quality of life, and may become life-threatening. While approved treatments for people living with these diseases can help slow disease progression, new therapies are needed to help potentially stop progression. Fortunately, there is new research underway to assess the safety and efficacy of an investigational treatment in patients with IPF and other progressive ILDs. This is part of Beringer Ingelheim's Phase 3 Global 
Global Fibronear program. To learn more about Fibronear and eligibility requirements, visit fibronear-ipf.longboat.com and fibronear-ild.longboat.com. This is sponsored by IBM. Job seekers, students, and career changers want to pursue roles in science, technology, engineering, and math but aren't familiar with career options. At the same time, online training and digital credentials are emerging as a recognized pathway to opportunity. Misconceptions about the cost of training and what's required are often roadblocks to success. To tackle this and bring STEM education closer to underrepresented communities, IBM SkillsBuild is announcing 45 new educational partners. IBM SkillsBuild is a free education program focused on underrepresented communities in tech, helping all develop valuable new skills and access to career opportunities. Justina Nixon St. Till, IBM Chief Impact Officer. Technology training can have a transformational effect on a person's life. IBM is committed to raising awareness of the many roles that exist across industries in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. IBM Skills Build continues to grow with new partners around the world, working together to scale 30 million people by 2030. For more, skillsbuild.org. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times when we were more active and ate more healthy foods and you checked on me every once in a while? Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave, but unless you stop ignoring me, what else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit... You quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. The mission of Paralyzed Veterans of America is clear. Accessibility. Veterans who have served and sacrificed the best of themselves deserve access to the best our country has to offer. Access to meaningful employment. Access to the veterans' benefits they've earned. Accessible homes and vehicles. And access to every part of their communities. With PVA staff working inside VA hospitals, no other veterans organization has provided more real-time, ongoing support for paralyzed veterans and their families. PVA is proud to serve veterans across all branches, all generations, and all conflicts. Our nation's heroes fought for your independence. Join PVA in fighting for theirs at pva.org. Welcome back to the Alan Nathan Show. Karen Cataline filling in for Alan today. So excited to be with you and to welcome our very first guest. She is a member of the National Center for Public Policy Research's Project 21. Love this group. I just love this group, and I'm especially excited to have her. She owns an Uncommon Voice Coaching and Consulting. That's the name of her group and business and is host facilitator of Life, It's Only a Decision on Facebook and YouTube and Process 319 with Don Marie. 
Her name is Dawn Marie Borsico, and we are delighted to have her right now on the Alan Nathan Show. Welcome, Dawn Marie. Good of you to join Thank us. You. Oh, great. Thank you for joining, having me this morning. I'm looking forward to it. A great yeah. conversation we're going to have. <laughs> Yes, me too. Me too. And by the way, because I love Project 21, not to be confused with uh, that other Project 21. I don't know what that is. But tell everybody about Project 21 and the National Center for Public Policy before we get started. Well, the one thing that the focus of Project 21 is literally to focus on the the initiatives that are really going to help black America and those who are um, considered underprivileged, because there are things that the left is doing that's not doing anything for people of of color of of any of, of any group. So. We really focus on getting the initiatives out of what's really going to help people. We fight back against some of the left uh, ideologies that are really hurting um, black America and those who um, uh, are, you know, black and brown people. Ah, well, and that is so very, very important. Uh, Now, uh, the the project at hand. So Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot was summarily uh, rejected by the people of Chicago. And now there is a new mayor. I've got his name somewhere. What's his name again? I'm sorry. I, I'm not. Dumber- I, I forgot his name. Yeah, I forgot his name. But I, I, I wrote I, it I, down. That, that just means it's, he's not a very memorable person. <laughs> he's, his name At is Johnson. not for good reasons. And he's, I think, Mayor-elect Johnson, okay? I I was just writing it down, and yes, it wasn't too memorable. However, this Mayor-elect Johnson of Chicago doesn't seem to be any more uh, 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 terrific than Lori Lightfoot, and apparently he's demanding sympathy for mob violence. Why don't you... Catch us up on what's going on here, and then your thoughts about that, and we'll take it from there. You know, all I can say is we're we're living in a society where entitlement and lack of identity and structure are ruling society. Everything is, as I said in one of the articles that I recently wrote for Project 21, is that we've become a nation of idols, from the littlest kid to the grownest adult, I guess you could say. And, and that is this. People are listening for messaging that trips their trigger. Their ears are being itched by the messaging that is being produced. So even though... Um, he is as left, even if not more left than Lori Lightfoot herself. He gave a strategic messaging that really resonated with the people, and that's what we have to look at. How is it that people are continuing to vote for things that are not good for them or for people that are not good for them? It's, the, it's all in the messaging, and they are going to what is what we what I will call itching ears, what feels good to me, what sounds good. It may not be good, but what feels good and what sounds good, and that's what they're going for. And the, the met, and then what's happening as far as the validation that he's giving these mobsters 
you know, is what happens. When you don't want to take responsibility, when you don't want to look for opportunities and call and hold people accountable, then you have to vilify everybody else and make it somebody else's responsibility instead of your own. Because if you can do that, then you can take the responsibility off of what you need to do as a person, as a mayor-elect, and you can take the responsibility from what you need to do as a person in society. You said it. Boy, and you said it so well. I love your term, itching ears. <laughs> so it's not only the public that gets propaganda pushed down their throat and itching ears wrapped up in in a certain package, but it's also politicians that are told what they want to hear. I mean, you think any of these politicians are ever challenged by these bizarre um, uh positions they're taking something no they don't need to be because they've done they've indoctrinated the american people both conservative and those on the left they have indoctrinated us to believe that we our vote doesn't matter our voice doesn't matter and our vote doesn't matter therefore people will stay home they will continue to do the status quo because we've been conditioned there well what i think doesn't matter my voice doesn't matter they're corrupt so it doesn't matter but we have to dial it back and understand that they want to stay elected they want to sell their books they want to make their millions and they're making it on the back of americans and we need to recognize whether we're black white purple or green whether we're short tall skinny fat whether we're make a lot of money or a little money that our voice does matter and we have to let them know if you want a job you work for me if you want to stay elected and stay in your little comfy position, then you work for me. And what you're doing right now doesn't work for me. And then we listen to the messaging in those areas where it's always somebody's fault. You know, you're just a, a, a marginalized person and if, and, if you, and somebody owes you something. Well, the moment that you give control to somebody else about your life and your decision and who you are, then you've relinquished control and they now have control over you and they can buy you. I mean, it's a marketing ploy. Coca-Cola does it. Pepsi does it. How many times have we, it sounds like a crazy analogy, but think about it. There was a sandwich that KFC brought out of one of those fast food places. And you're looking at this thing and going, it's a heart attack waiting to happen. But then they put it on and then they put it on and all of a sudden you're desensitized. Well, maybe it's not so bad. Well, maybe I will try it. Oh, that's great. So it's killing you. And that's exactly what's happening in our society. Politicians have sold us a bit of goods because we are we we, we they they know how to buy us. They we know do how to have. Buy, they know how to buy them and keep it going. We're talking to Dawn Marie Borsico, and she's graciously agreed to stay with us one more segment. So much more to talk about. Uh, and I'm just going to use this last minute to have something to to hang out there for when we get back. The one thing that I might add, you know, and and challenge a little bit on is that people are indoctrinated to believe. It is true. A lot of people have bought into these lies. But furthermore, some of the lies that the propaganda media tells is that the public is 100% behind them. I believe that is a lie. Uh, there are many more people that don't want mastectomies for nine-year-olds. They don't want drag queen story hour. They don't want America to be 
uh, called a racist country systemically. None of that is true. They don't want to accept that cops are all racists. I don't think people are buying it, at least not as many as the, pro- the propaganda media would have you believe. I'm going to let her comment on that, our guest, when we come back. Karen Cataline filling in for Alan Nathan here on the Main Street Radio Network. Stay tuned. From NAACP Image Award-nominated author Elise Bryant comes a new rom-com about two teens who overcome misconnections and find their way to love. Reggie and Delilah's Year of Falling follows two people who seemingly have nothing in common, but after a year of chance encounters, begin to think the universe may be telling them something. Dungeons and Dragons-obsessed Reggie and emotionally bottled-up Delilah meet for the first time on New Year's Eve and again on Valentine's Day and on random occasions throughout the year. They're drawn to each other, though they are each too insecure to be their true selves. So what happens once they realize they've each fallen for a version of the other that doesn't really exist? Author Elise Bryant. This is a sweet and funny romantic story in which the characters learn to overcome their fears and discover who they truly are. I hope readers enjoy going along on this ride with Reggie and Delilah and maybe learn something about themselves along the way. Reggie and Delilah's Year of Falling is now available wherever books are sold. Spring is here, and there's no better time to try something new. Take a taste of Coke Zero Sugar and enjoy real Coke taste and zero sugar. Now available at participating Burger King restaurants. Try Coke Zero Sugar with your favorite food from Burger King. Satisfy your hunger and enjoy Coke Zero Sugar with a piping hot breakfast sandwich, like a sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. Sizzling sausage, fluffy eggs, and melted American cheese on a toasted croissant makes for a delicious breakfast to start your morning right. And don't forget the crispy hash browns. Or if the flame-grilled Whopper sandwich, BK Royal crispy chicken sandwich, or chicken fries are your fave, you are in luck. All Burger King menu items pair perfectly with an ice-cold Coke Zero Sugar. It's the perfect no-sugar sparkling beverage that goes great with everything. Take a taste of Coke Zero Sugar to enjoy spring your way at Burger King, where you rule. At participating U.S. Burger King restaurants. Sponsored by Coca-Cola. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. <gasps> what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. Well, uh, what are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. Don't you remember me? Don't you know that we miss you? Miss me? Who misses me? You know, all your friends in the forest. The trees, the pond, that little fort that you made out of branches. We all miss you. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. Oh, I guess that makes sense. The forest is not that far away. Have an adventure today. I'm sure your mom would take you. You're right. I should get out. I want to have fun. Plant puddles, catch frogs, and climb trees. Hey, Mom! Yeah, hon? <gasps> Stephen! What is that in your hand? It's my sense of adventure, Mom. It's telling me we need to get out of the house and have some fun in nature today. Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You know that feeling? Like every door is closing and you just can't see a way out? Being unemployed, underemployed, or just out of school feels a lot like that. But when you find the right tools, suddenly everything just clicks. Getting on that path may be easier than you think. A good place to start? 
go to findsomethingnew.org. At findsomethingnew.org, you have access to resources that help develop new skills, skills that will position you for careers in today's growing industries, from healthcare and manufacturing to cybersecurity and alternative energy. Plus, you can take advantage of online courses, certification programs, apprenticeships, and more. So you can take yourself from unemployed and uncertain to empowered and prepared for what's next. Find your path to a new career today. Visit findsomethingnew.org. A message from the Ad Council. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM. So can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Alan Nathan Show. I'm Karen Cataline filling in for Alan today. And um, I just want to take a couple of minutes away from our segment very briefly to mention something that I saw at the break. It's a developing story. I just read it. It will be um, something that will be discussed uh, for a lot. We don't even have time to really digest. Tucker Carlson and Fox News part ways. That just was, came over the newswire, happened to be maybe a coincidence, probably just that my whole monologue was about Tucker Carlson, and I mentioned it's a wonder he's still on the air. Well, uh, very quickly, I'll just report it. I won't comment on it because I want to get back to our guests. Guest. The network uh, Fox News announced the stunning, stunning news uh, that it agreed to pay nearly $800 million to Dominion Voting Systems to avert a high-stakes defamation trial. And it was summarily, and many people will connect the two, I promise you, that Fox News, he has already done his last show. This week, his last show, uh, Tucker Carlson, has already been done. And in the wake of this developing story, which I'm sure Alan will have more on and others on the Main Street Radio Network, the stock price of Fox Corporation, the parent company of Fox News, dropped sharply after Carlson's departure became public, dipping more than 4%. Oh, my. As I told you, it's like drinking from a fire hose, news after news after news. We're going to return now to our guest, Don Marie Borsico, member of the National Center for Public Policy Research's Project 21. We are talking about the mayor of Chicago. But, Don Marie, thank you for joining us. If you have a comment on the news I just mentioned, fine, or we'll, we'll go right back to where we were. I'm Stunned, but yet I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> but we know that 
that yeah. that Tucker is this is a strategic move. We know that Tucker is going to be okay. I think it's going to be a major blow to um, Fox, but there's more to come. So we have to kind of just lay low, let the dust settle, and then see what's really going on behind the scenes. Well, I find it, uh, I'll just uh, continue, I find it deeply disturbing, I'm sure you do too, and I'm sure our listeners do too, that systematically and uh, and more brazenly than ever, the left and the radical left that controls the Democrat Party is bullying and intimidating, bribing and blackmailing in order to shut down and shut up conservatives, especially in the media. They're picking off um, every conservative uh, with an anarcho-tyranny that uh, we talk about or I talk about a lot, which is anarchy for them and tyranny for us. I hope you wouldn't mind if I take a slight detour. I'll tell you, I felt just about as much socked in the stomach about what I just said, what, what I just reported, as when I saw that uh, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas is now in the crosshairs of the radical left for things that, number one, cannot be proven. 30 years he's been on the bench, and they cannot find a crime uh, with the Biden crime family, yet they go after Clarence Thomas again. Would you care to comment on that, too? Because I need a little therapy right now. (laughs) You know, I think what's what's happening is truth is becoming, you know, they say truth is stranger than fiction. And I think that what we're seeing in our society right now is that there is a great delusion. When you sit back and see where, when you sit back and you just have to look and go, why don't people get it. I don't understand. And I'm going to take this, what we're in, in my opinion, from a faith-based movie of many years ago called Left Behind. And I, and, and not to be offensive to your listeners, but there's a segment in that movie where um, Carpathia, who is the evil villain, puts a spell on everybody in the room except this one person who has accepted truth into their life. And he's sitting there watching the murder, but then watches Carpathia uh, give a narrative of what happened. They come out of the trance, and everybody believes the narrative, and they don't believe the truth. Why do I say that? That's exactly what we're in right now, that there are a segment of the population that's going, wait a minute, this cannot be real. This is out of the twilight zone. Why is where is critical thinking? Why are we going back 20 years? Why why are we believing a narrative? What's going on? And then there are a segment of the population that is going they're going along with it because they're being dragged by their emotions. They're being led and they're being told how to feel because they have no grounding and they have no substance, or there's an area of brokenness. People will always be led by their brokenness. They'll always be led by that part of them that is, that's the weakest. And I, what's the old saying? That you're only as strong as your weakest link. And yes. I think that's what we're finding in our society right now. What a blessing it was to have you on when I broke this news. I mean, other people are reading it and will read it all day today. And, um, and, 
a couple things, Don Marie. First, don't worry about being offensive because we around here, we exercise our First Amendment rights and we don't try to control and manipulate people just because they disagree. And, oh, I'm offended. I'm offended. Okay. Right, right. Secondly, there's a secular, it's a great example. I don't happen to be of that particular, uh, you know, Christian tradition. I'm Jewish. My listeners know. And that's just fine. I put the Judeo and Judeo-Christian. But there's also another story that is quite similar to this called The Emperor's New Clothes. Mm. Only a little boy, you know, who's honest and and sincere can will say what everybody sees but is afraid to say. Now, you know, in our last couple of minutes, because there's so much to talk to you about, I wish I could have you on for like the rest of the hour, but I can't, is, is you know, I always like to kind of end on something positive, and I think you're just the person to do it. I believe there are more people who are talking about the emperor's new clothes, but like Tucker Carlson, who's like that little boy, he's getting shut down and he is a massive voice, a massive voice. I do hope he'll get picked up by one of the other networks. Uh, Talk, if you would, about number one, how what keeps you going and what you can share with people who are disheartened by these lies being fed to us on a grand scale and then punishing people who do not accept lies. Ah, well, I'm I'm going to go with a thought that I've been having for the last couple of days and in our society and what's been going on. We hear about our society was made or designed on Christian principles, Judeo-Christian principles. And I think that people have gotten that confused with being a theocracy. We are not a theocracy. We just have principles that were based on Judeo-Christian principles. So I would admonish your listeners to go back to their roots, to go back to their original identity and find their strength in that. Find their strength in their creator. Find their strength in who they are. Because when you know who you are and you are firm in your identity, when you know where your foundation lies, you will not be moved like the sand on the seashore. You will have a strong foundation. We are not marginalized because our creator did not make us marginalized. So we cannot be less than what we've been created to be. But yet people will try to tell us that. And so that's my encouragement for your people today, your listeners today. We're going to rise up. We're going to be the standard. We're going to push back against the evil coming into our nation. And we're going to say, hey, you stop now. And we're going to raise up our voice. We're going to raise our voice. We've been given a voice to do exactly that. Amen, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I tell you. I tell you. Um. And I might add, which might be on a negative thing, but it's all important. It's all important to tell the truth, tell the truth, tell the truth as you see it. And that is that this is one of the main reasons communist regimes always go after people of faith first. Whether it be, regardless of your particular faith tradition, if you believe, and Tucker Carlson's been talking about this too, even though I don't have Fox News. Now I won't have Fox News. Uh, He has said that there are people who want to be God in our universe. I've said it too. uh, Who want, who want, uh, there are people who want to be accountable to God, who welcome 
the accountability to God and not men. And then there are people who want to be God. And that's why people of faith are such a threat. Dawn Marie Borsico, how can people find you real quick? And I can't wait to talk to you again. You can find me on my website or you can find me on Facebook at An Uncommon Voice Coaching and Consulting. Boy, she does have an uncommon voice and a needed one. Thank you so much for joining us. When we come back, well, we'll tackle another topic on this newsy news day. Karen Cataline filling in for Ellen Nathan on the Main Street Radio Network. Stay tuned. In December, LastPass, a popular app for managing passwords, suffered a security breach, potentially exposing millions of people's personal information. When a business created to protect passwords gets hacked, it's a reminder how vulnerable our sensitive information can be when stored in the cloud. And for businesses who need to protect data, security is a top concern. To help prevent security risks, the open directory platform provider JumpCloud recently introduced a password manager. Jump Clouds Antoine Jabara. Businesses cannot always rely on an offline solution as users need to share and access passwords across multiple devices, and cloud based options aren't ideal either. Jump Cloud Password Manager takes a hybrid approach, storing data on users' devices and seamlessly syncs user vaults to multiple devices in an end to end encrypted way. This addresses some of the limitations of cloud based systems and bridges the gap between convenience and security. To learn more, visit jumpcloud.com. Vitamin B12 is important for supporting not only our metabolism, but also our energy levels. Our brain and our nerves need certain vitamins like B12 in order to function properly. Even if you're eating all the healthy foods like fruits and vegetables and getting you know great sources of protein, it's sometimes the case that you can become deficient in one or more nutrient, and that's where supplements can be helpful. So if you wanna support your B12 levels, Jaro's Methyl B12 is a great supplement to consider to optimize your B12 levels. This type of B12 is recognized by the body, so it's delivered to your cells more efficiently. It's also been shown that it is a great way to make sure that you're getting a highly absorbed form of vitamin B12 and one that's gonna be retained better than other types of B12. You can learn more at jaro.com. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes, their age, the way they speak? Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got got his first job, not for extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters? Or a mother who's in between jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner? Or a 14-year-old girl who signs up to every after-school activity not to make friends, but just to get something to eat? Or a retiree who fell ill and had to choose between getting medicine or groceries. I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hunger in America. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. My name is Judy Teeter, and I'm the mother of three boys. My youngest, Joe, was a great kid. He loved sports, music, and his youth group. 
One day, Joe asked me to drive him to an after-school event, which was about a mile from our home. I was driving through a green light when a car in cross-traffic ran a red light and drove right into the side of our car, killing Joe. The driver was talking on her phone, so she never even saw the red light. She was so absorbed in her phone call. Before the crash, I didn't realize just talking on a cell phone while driving was so dangerous. Now it's something I think about every day. According to the National Safety Council, about one in four car crashes involves a cell phone. Hands-free is no safer. When you're behind the wheel, put away your phone. For Joe and for the thousands of needless deaths every year, remember, there is no safe way to talk on a cell phone while driving. Find out more at nsc.org slash callskill. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. Our vets need you. I'm a quadriplegic. I'm definitely at risk with my diminished lung capacity. I have MS. I'm in a wheelchair and I can't leave the house because I have a compromised immune system. I'm very concerned about would there be a bed for me? Would there be a ventilator for me? Would I be able to survive something? It's, it's just heavy. You know, it's, it's a heavy, it's a heavy moment. This is a war. This really is. Our veterans fought for us. Let's fight for them. I am so grateful for the PVA. They're making sure that we have all of the food and supplies that we need right now. We all gotta help each other right now. We can't get through this by ourselves. It's with profound gratitude that you're gonna be saving our lives. To find out how you can help, please go to helppva.org. That's H-E-L-P-P-V-A dot org. Welcome back to the Alan Nathan Show. I'm Karen Cataline, and we're wrapping up this very first uh, and somewhat intense news hour with um, a friend of the Alan Nathan Show. His name is Jeff Berment, founder and CEO of Tusk, a conservative online browser. My, oh, my. It looks like we need a whole, our own media and our own entertainment because uh, we're not being heard out there. Jeff Berment, thank you for joining us here on the Alan Nathan Show. Hey, Karen. How are you today? I am doing great. Glad to have you. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about Senator Hawley and this TikTok ban. Uh, uh, I'd like you to kind of give us some insight on this story. I have talked to people on both sides of this issue of banning TikTok, some people on the conservative side believe that this is just a ruse in order to start banning media we don't like. Um, and others say it's dangerous. I mean, is this is that a danger that we start banning media? We're already fighting censorship. Uh, I just reported that uh, Tucker Carlson has left Fox News, and that's a form of controlling the media message. Uh, what say you about that? Well, on TikTok, it, it is a thorny subject. And um, the, the one thing I can tell you is the way the Democrats uh, kind of run the show in the Senate, uh, I don't see this going away. They, they've kind of announced that they're going to be running uh, their, their Democratic campaign on uh, TikTok. And that's because so many young potential voters are there. So I, the first thing is I don't see it being banned. However, should it be banned? 
You know, it's sort of like I'm obviously I'm a a, a censorship free person, but um, it could be very dangerous for the United States. The information they're collecting about each one of us. I know some patriots don't worry about it. I do worry about it. I'm sort of on the Holly side of things. And I I believe in free speech in our country and, and freedom of speech. But when it's propaganda and they're hurting our children or they're, you know, they're doing things to our, our children, I worry. And so I, I kind of lean towards I, I, I honestly get the thing about banning. We're already being banned and we're already being censored. So uh, I'm not too worried about well, that's, that part. That's my point. We have to find our own channels. You know, yeah. isn't isn't that already happening to conservatives on a huge scale? And yet we're being enticed to go along with certain banning uh, by people who have the power to ban us. I mean, shouldn't we, I guess, you know, I'm on the other side of this issue. I mean, I don't maybe understand as much of it about it as you do, but um, doesn't the left win either way? Because they're holding many of the cards when it comes to censorship and bullying people into shutting up bullying media outlets to stop, uh, to uh, ignore certain voices that extol messages they don't want to hear. And now you've got something where conservatives are getting on the bandwagon to go ahead and ban. So where, you know, how do you draw this line when, when we've got this, uh, a government conglomerate that has already proven that they are not trustworthy and shouldn't be yeah, in charge right. of deciding who gets to talk and who gets who, who doesn't. Yeah, it, it, you know, the thing is not clear. What's not clear, Karen, in my opinion, is what exactly are the Chinese collecting? Now, I know for a fact they can collect uh, where you're located. So if you're on TikTok, they actually, because we know you can be tracked that way. So we know you can track what somebody's doing. They also can track what you like and what you don't like. I'm not sure how it hurts the American. I'm much more worried about the infiltration of messaging to our children. And if, you know, one of the things that I focus in on is schools need to quit being woke. And this is part of the, this is part of the woke transition, which is TikTok. So if you're going to, if you're going to remove, um, you know, things from school, well, then you have to consider TikTok because TikTok is part of that woke system, and it's there on purpose by the Chinese. Well, and let me run this past you as an idea, as a way to dis, dis, uh, to make a, a distinction between these two very important things. I mean, these are the foundations of our country. If you have a foreign power, which of course our government has been doing business with, with the Biden crime family and the like, that has infiltrated our country, if they're committing crimes by uh, either surveilling or collecting data on American citizens, wouldn't that be the reason to go after them? Not the reason to ban free speech. Maybe that's what we need to be advocating on. Uh, I don't know. What do you you think? I totally, yes, I totally think that's the issue. The issue is not the free speech. It's who's collecting this. And they are, I mean, you want to talk about enemies of our country. They're one of them. And uh, and so we need to be mindful, just as we miss that they built, you know, supersonic missiles and things like this. 
we we really need to protect ourselves because they are out to conquer us. Yeah, and uh, I might add in these last few minutes of our first hour that were it not for politicians who have colluded and are doing business and taking payola from these entities, they wouldn't be able to do it, would they? No, and and I think, you know, the the way I look at it is that balloon flying over the United States, the Biden yeah. balloon, right? Yeah. And he let them fly that over the entire, you know, our military bases and things like that. I mean, that in itself should be looked into is, was that a crime? You know, what did he know? Uh, because it's, it feels like to me like derelict of duty. Well, and the danger and the, the, the thing that upsets so many people, it's a, a slogan I've had for a while, the, the arsonists are in charge of the fire brigade. When you ask, you know, this should be looked into, who are the people who are going to look into it? Soros judges? Um, Biden and his administration, are they going to police themselves? No, they are not. Um, with our very little time left, tell everybody about Tusk and how people can learn more about this online conservative browser very quickly. Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Today's a big day. We launched the first conservative AI. It's called Gipper, oh. G-I-P-P-R. It's the first conservative AI. Go to tuskbrowser.com. Download it and go play with a conservative chat box instead of what wow. you Wow. AI, an extremely hot topic today. Many of us are just overwhelmed trying to figure out what that's all about. Jeff Berman, thank you for joining us. we got to take a top-of-the-hour break. We have a whole other hour of the Ellen Nathan Show. Don't go anywhere. I'm Karen Cataline. This is the Main Street Radio Network. Stay tuned. The opinions you hear on the Main Street Radio Network are those of the host, callers, and guests, and not necessarily those of the station, Main Street Radio Network, its management, or advertisers. The information on the Main Street Radio Network does not constitute a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or securities. So please, consult a professional before investing. If you have any questions or comments about Main Street Radio Network, contact us at 703-719-0433 or at our website, MainStreetRadioNetwork.com.